Hey guys, and welcome to episode 41 of For The Kudos. This episode is brought to you by Sydney Marathon. Australia, let's make history together. We need everyone to get behind the Sydney Marathon in their bid to become one of the world majors. Joining the likes of New York, London, Boston, Chicago, Berlin, and Tokyo marathons. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so if you're a runner and looking to set yourself a goal, make sure you sign up for this year's all-new Sydney Marathon on September 17th. Experience the Southern Hemisphere's only platinum label marathon. Achieve a new PB with the massive course update and redesign. There'll be plenty of exciting new on-course entertainment, which will be sure to motivate you on race day. Early bird tickets are now on sale. We are back. Season four, bigger than ever. It's Welcome. good to be back. <laughs> do, I need to, do I still need to do that? I'm your host, Joel. Yeah, do it. Really? I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. <laughs> Just normal this time. <laughs> How do you um, feel to be in the new studio? Mate, it's been, I've been like missing it to be honest. I've been excited the last like week or two to get back um, doing video, which is exciting. And mm-hmm. I've been looking forward to just kind of getting that done and, and getting it out there and seeing how it goes. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's really hard for me and you to not address that there's a fucking huge camera right over there. Don't look at it. <laughs> no, seriously, you can't do that. Um, huge episode to start off with. It is. Matt Centrowitz. Got all the big. Guns. I know. It's just one big gun, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had to line up all the big guns to get the big gun. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been good, but I'm uh, yeah, looking forward to this season and, and getting back into the swing of things. Been getting heaps of messages from people that mm. uh, they've been waiting it. for when it's coming back. And so here we are. I reckon this is the first uh, time we have delivered on the big things coming. We've been I saying know. big things coming, big things coming, and then we just you know, take the piss. But it's like, no, actually big things have arrived. Yeah. But then Santa ran, went and ran 156 and we're like, oh, yeah. not as big. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but honestly, credit to Centro. Like he knows he's not in that good a shape. Mm. Most people don't turn up and race. Where he's trying to race himself in a shape. Yeah. He's done that plenty of times through his career. Yeah. Um, so it was, to, it was good to hear him like he was when he was crapping on about um sorry, he wasn't crapping. <laughs> 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 Sounds bad. He was getting annoyed at the people that crap on about um PBs. And yeah. It's just like, you know, PB's this, PB's that, PB's this. He's like, we're in a sport where there's a winner. Why are we not focusing on mm. racing more? You know, racing and winning and stuff rather than just running fast times. So I suppose that's why he's, you know, always had that trying to race and stuff. But yeah. And I'm sure he'll be in better shape soon. So yeah. Um Good on him. The worst thing was that it um, proved that Waverley's not four seconds a lap. It's only two seconds a lap. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, what, have you, what did you get up to in your uh, break? In my break? Um, well, I didn't go to Tahiti or Fiji. Oh, really? Yeah. Shut <laughs> I did a, um, we had a live show come out yesterday, which is cool. If you haven't listened to that already, go back and listen. And I say in the intro there, I explain that I was just totally taking the piss. Yeah. And you knew I was taking the piss because you know my sense of humor. That didn't stop like 50 people. People literally mess. thinking. Yeah. yeah. People going, oh, wait, like when, where were you, where you, when did you go? So that was a bit, uh, bit awkward, but no, I had a great time away. Um, what did I do? I went, I went camping, mm-hmm. finally put all my good tech wear to use. Yeah. Yeah. The marmot tent. Got what was it? Did it rain? Um, it did. Yeah. Good. And That's then what we, you wanted. And then, yeah, wanted to <laughs> test it out. What did I do? Go sit in uh, mum and dad's caravan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And look out of the window thinking, oh, fuck, my tent's getting wet. Oh. <laughs> um, other than that, pretty pretty chill. Nothing nothing to report on, really. What getting, about getting back in the train, aren't you? Yeah. Which is good. We'll hear about that in the train race yeah. segment. Um, Don't be overlapping segments now, brother. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jumping ahead. Um, got my gravel bike. 
Mm. Finally. I need to uh, post a photo of it, I reckon. Um, yeah, yeah which is good. I've been riding around, gone a few rides, but I kind of, I'm having sore quads all the time. I reckon because I've been riding so much. It's 100% been, it and is. I don't know how to ride easy. Yeah. I just like like in places. You and Jack as are the exact same. Possible. You just go and just ride hard yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But, it's definitely um, something it's I reckon you might be surprised how good it would be for cross training. Like it's just extra depending yeah. on how hard you're riding, but I mean just being throughout the day getting your heart rate higher, you know. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. Another run. Another kind run. of. Yeah. Right. Um I've got a little air tag for it. Mm. So if anyone steals it. If anyone wants to steal it, it's just sitting in the bike, in the frame bag. Just take it out and you can steal it. But it's, it's not a foolproof plan that I thought of. I but saw a video the other day of someone putting it underneath the headstand. I saw that as well. Yeah, it's like the top yeah. cap and all that. Yeah, I thought about that, but I was like, oh. thought about that, and then you realize the, the amount of money you'd spend doing that is more than the grandma. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also got an air tag for Nelson, and so it's like on his harness. Yeah. But, Every time I leave the house, I get a notification on my phone. It's like, left Nelson behind. <laughs> and it's like the most sad thing ever. I'm like, oh, I feel bad every time I leave him now. <laughs> left Nelson behind. It's like, you, ba- it's the notification, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. It's like he's sending the message. It's like, bitch, you left me behind. <laughs> he's clicking like the button. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So that's, it's good though. But um, if not that Nelson ever like will get out. By himself, but no, little. well, he can't because he's you know too depressed. After yeah, leaving behind exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have the energy levels too. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it's been good. So yeah, we announced it at the start. We're um, partnering with Sydney Marathon. Yeah, for the next uh, fair while, to be honest, like mm. uh, on and off um, t- till September. Yeah, big campaign yeah. going all the way up to Sydney um, yeah. with plenty of exciting stuff. We gave a teaser of what some of the stuff will involve. At the end of season three, yeah, um, the train with FTK thing—that's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, let's um, we're kind of starting that now. So, applications um, to train with FTK: uh, one person coached by myself and one person coached by Joel. Um, so, send to us in two hundred words or less why it should be you, yeah, and uh, and why you want us to coach you. Um, only one rule has to be first marathon. Mm, has to be debut. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, winners get a free entry to Sydney Marathon um, as as well as a $500 prize pack from Sydney Marathon, which yeah. is pretty cool. And they'll also be coming on for the occasional update. Yeah. Um, in the, you know, we haven't worked out if they're coming on the studio, It'll probably be a Zoom call. Yeah. Interview, just having. Um, Every few weeks, we'll try to just do a little catch up. So. Yeah. How the body's going and stuff. And can, they can compare and contrast. We can say, what do you? Ha- I'm going to ask your athlete. What do you really hate about your? Equipment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, my one will be short because my athlete's not going to hate me. But yeah, it's going to be super fun. But yeah, send it in Instagram wherever you want to send it. Do you know if or I email. said then again? No. Super fun. Yeah. A little side super. note. Um, talking about that live show, go back and listen to the two minute intro that I recorded. It's really hard, by the way, to record these um, these intros by yourself when you're you weren't in the room. I said super, I think 10 times in two minutes. <laughs> that is like, that is a but lot of super. Like, you don't really say super where you F- said it again, meant, but like, yeah, maybe I think it's, it's a maybe new word. It's FTK Joel. Like, it just yeah, comes yeah. out. It's just like, once the mic's on, you're like, oh, super. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a super mic. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Um, and the entries for that open and, uh, sorry, close on the 21st of March. So yeah. you got a good uh, month or so to, yeah. to get them in. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see. Who applies and 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 who wins out of our athletes? Mm. No, it's not a competition because could be completely different goals. 
exactly well. right. so not gonna, yeah. first we don't, that's and, the thing don't please do not um, think you know I feel like a lot of uh, recreational runners can sometimes be insecure you know and be like oh shit I'm, I'm not fast enough to apply for that no nah. You we don't not, care. We don't yeah, care. We just we want just, to help someone yeah. um, run their first marathon. The most important thing is that 200 words or less why, you know. Yeah. It's like because we get to read your little story um, not too long because we can't. <laughs> that's why we said 200 words or less. Like imagine in 200 pages or less. Uh, right yeah. into, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We won't be doing a word count on it. So just it's an honesty system with that. Yeah, 200 words yeah or less true. Too. Actually, it's an honesty system. If you're over 200 words, no matter how good the story is, deleted. <laughs> Um, let's get into some training weeks. I'm sure everyone wants to know what we're, we're up to. Yeah, um, kick us off. Yeah, I'll go first. So Monday, my normal loop around Richmond. I have uh, pretty much do a lap of, of Richmond, 14.7K at 407s. Um, I thought, yeah, I've been feeling a bit tired actually during the break. I was feeling, I don't know, just things weren't really clicking really. Like I think we talked ah, about... Welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think... I guess like uh, at the end of the season, I was kind of struggling a bit with a hip injury and just ran well cross trial and I don't know, just weren't wasn't feeling great at everything. Um, but you can't. But it's the thing you cannot be. Yeah. Right. You can't be feel. I know you're. I'm looking at your face right now, and thankfully for the first time, the listeners can also look at your face. <laughs> yeah. You're just. It's almost like oh, yeah, but I want to feel good all the time, and it's like you just yeah. can't be. I know, but I still expect to feel good all the time. Mm. Um, but things finally started to feel good all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, starting to feel better running. I went to Fernie a couple of times during the break and man, one of them absolutely buggered me. I was running there with Logan who's doing the um, doing the junior race at, yeah. at World Cross and he's I found out he's yeah. bloody fit yeah. because I couldn't have gone any harder up these hills. Really? Yeah, and he yeah he was going good. So He's so light, just flies yeah, up. Yeah, um, but then yeah, I went again the next week and I felt a lot better. So definitely, yeah. Feeling like I'm getting stronger and what things are starting to go. That loop? Do uh, I don't know because we do the different loop now. Nah. We do two mile, but four fifteens, pretty much averaging. Yeah. yeah, still not near our record, I don't think. Nah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that's nothing. But uh, <laughs> did uh, what do you, what's nothing? <laughs> your, your record. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, seven um, k in the Arvo again. Feeling pretty good, and then went to training on Tuesday morning, and we had. Two sets of five eight hundreds. Mm. So the first one we're alternating between two twelve and two sixteen. Um, and in the group was myself, Stewie Centro. He came down for a session, session straight off the plane. Mm. Um, and was then he flew in that morning. The, no, th- got there the evening before. Oh, yeah, so he had to sleep. So big, big good sleep. <laughs> yeah, but better than we did. Um, and also Jude Thomas and Cal Davies. Yeah. Um, so it was good. I'd never trained with those boys before. And yeah, the second set was then alternating um, 203 and 212. And Carla said to me before, if you're like, it's more important to run 203 pace for as long as possible. Mm. Um, so just decide, yeah, you're going to do 600 or 700 or whatever. As opposed um, to like blowing out. Like as opposed to, to, yeah. To yeah. Cooking yourself. Yeah. So uh, first set, all good. Yeah, feeling pretty good. And then second set, first one, 203. Pace, Jude's like, yeah, I'm Jude's doing the same thing, but he was just going to do 500. Yeah. And then he he's like, I'm happy to leave this and doing 500. Yeah. Um, 27 through 200, 57 through the lap. And yeah. I, uh, he's like, what, 65? And yeah, yeah, through 400, no, 500. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I stopped at 600 then, and I was like, 
lactic to the eyeballs. Mm. Um, and I led the next one in 212 and he was like feeling pretty hard. Yeah. Um, did 600 again the next one and then, I, which was good. Like I, I was 130 so I'm still like under pace and then 212 again and then I ran a 203 for the last one. So it was actually, I kind of like held it together pretty good. good. Um, yeah, Jude looked really good. Yeah, Jude was good. Callum Davies was really good too. Did you watch that Adelaide race? Yeah. Did they just run it easy or no? Because I um, thought it would have been quicker. Oh uh, yeah, boys, I think just more like fifteen hundred runners, so five. Yeah, still I, I think they just didn't. They paced it for that pace, kind of. Yeah. Um, I think the second or third k was two fifty three. Yeah, so probably slowed down a bit. Um, they closed pretty hard as well, so it's good to see him you know, come first and second. But yeah, I said to Jude, I'm like, mate, you nearly ruined my session there. Like mm. I was, I was in trouble after that one, and um, and he's like, yeah, he goes, Stewie was clipping me, so I was worried I was going too slow, and I'm like, Stewie, it doesn't matter what pace you go on Stu would be like right on your heels like you could be going too slow you'd be like up your ass and you'd be running 52 and he's like yeah, no worries like what he's I find happy. funny about that is Stewie's going to be listening to this going oh fuck I got to mention and then he gets to the Centro interview and he's like fuck they're talking about it again yeah. oh fuck we did too <laughs> we did. yeah yeah <laughs> let him slide yeah. um no that's a bit awkward <laughs> <laughs> sorry Stewie um and then I had the evening off I can't remember why I had something I was doing something and I, I know which which evening is this? No, nah, Tuesday. Oh, fuck knows. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Physio? Nah, don't know. Maybe I was just feeling lazy. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, ran twenty k on Wednesday morning, and then came here, recorded the um, Centro interview, and of course Centro running late. Um, thought he was going to be here at 12, didn't get his up four. <laughs> and then, uh, so I actually missed the pulse run in the afternoon, um, which meant I just had to back end my week pretty much. Did you end up doing an Arvo run when you got home? Sure. No, it was no. like, what? Oh, by the time I got home, it was yeah, 7.30 and I was, yeah. just like, I was starving by then. Mm. So I ordered some Thai food and ate that and forgot about the run. But uh, yeah, Thursday morning. So I'm now back I know on. you can remember you like ordered Thai food, like everything's so specific, but you don't remember why you skipped the run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Thursday, yes, I'm back on two sessions a week and which I reckon that's why things start clicking again. I yeah. feel so much better. Like just, I don't know, I, th- I feel like I forget how to train with three sessions a week. Like that's, I still try to run hard yeah. on my easy runs and my, um, my long runs still fast and then, so you just have to back off. Like yeah. something's got to give, right? Either slow the long run down or you go to Waddle and your Thursday threshold both like together are just a little bit backed off. Yeah. But I, I, I feel as well because I do the Tuesday um, session Wednesday like a medium long run, 20K or something, yeah. and then Thursday session, like it's just three back-to-back mm. days that are pretty hard. Um, so now without having that extra day recovery, like I do that, that Wednesday run and it's just like I'm so much more relaxed in it because I'm like, I'm, it's like I don't have a session tomorrow. I could just have an easy run tomorrow. You're so much more relaxed in it so you just end up running like 340s yeah. and then you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. exactly. Um, so yeah, Thursday was just an easy um, hour run and then I ran again that night. Friday went to the lake for um, I had seven by 2K. Um, and Jack came down to do it with me as well. He was just doing a, a few of the reps at, at his first um, session since Marigami. I, yeah, to be honest, like I didn't, I felt okay, but not great. Like I did, um, I was running just under six minutes and then the last two was like 601 and 604 and I was like, felt like I was trying pretty hard. It just yeah. wasn't really, um, I 
yeah, I don't know, it was like good conditions down there, but I don't know. I, I, again, look what I said, like I expect to feel good. And mm. I think I like kind of compare to, not that I compare times, but I expect to like, I guess before Maragami in London, like things were like feeling really good and like things were easy. And so I expect to do the session, just nail it again like that. Yeah. And it's just like not quite happening. But at the same time, I'm doing these really hard Tuesday sessions, getting ready for World Cross. So it's like I'm getting a bit way better at them. My marathon stuff just is a little bit behind. But hopefully. Surely gave you some sort of confidence seeing Jack out the ass though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. told me about like he's like, oh, how how are you, Jen? He goes, there was no point in me training with Brett. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I lasted two reps. And yeah, I was just like, out the ass, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I think he's just probably the race and the travel back, and then yeah. he's just said he he's had a bit, a bit of a plateau, right? As he said, yeah, he but even always... just like I think he said, like felt a bit congested in the nose and stuff. So yeah. it's just like, um, and then it was a hot day, mm. um, makes things pretty hard for sure, and. Yeah, and, and the way I think I do that session where like I float the uh, two-minute rest at like 3.15s. Yeah, that's and, what I couldn't believe. That's what sucked so, him. Yeah, definitely. Because he said he's like, I, you know, and I, I, it's, and I said, oh, so what was he doing his ons at? And you're like, he's like just under three. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you just, you're hard, you're just It's backing just a backing off, off a little bit, yeah. It's quite, quite intense. So for all my athletes listening, when I tell them, you know, recovery, um, sometimes I get them to do floats, you know, and they're like, shit. Only thirty second differential. Well, it's like, all right, I'll do yeah. fifteen seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Brett's doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to like switch off a little bit, but um, and kind of bring the heart rate down a little bit, but not go in a full recovery yeah. mode. So, and that is a different approach because you used to. I used to definitely go way back. Yeah, and but you'd then, also probably whack the. Yeah, you know, you'd be maybe or. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Like me and Jack talked about the first time we did a marathon block, and we were doing like those two k reps in like six fifteen. And then, yeah. but then going like four minute, three mm. forties maybe for the for the floats. So definitely change it. I I change it myself just because when I was getting this stitch all the time, I'm like, you don't get a race, like you don't get a rest when you're racing. So, so I'm you're like, simply training harder. That's just I am yeah. What it sounds like, but I want to uh, just keep the pressure on. Mm. Like I could probably go back, but it's like six fifteen to six fifty. Sorry, so let's go three oh sevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three oh sevens, and then you're floating at three forties. Yeah, and then you go, you know, three years later, you go two fifty fives to three fifteen. Yeah, I feel intense. like as well though, like that was my first marathon block, and I was like, I found it hard. Like I find those sessions harder than I do now. Yeah, I think wow. I just wasn't. Never now, I'm just I'm much better at it. Yeah, um, so I can kind of handle that and recover better at three fifteens. Um, anyway, I went for a jog that night, so it was a fairly big day. Um, just easy half hour, and then Saturday I went to um, I met I went to up Nike, there yeah. for the Nike Invincible launch, and uh, so and Riley will send me a message before, uh, the night before. He's like, "Oh, can I take a few photos of you um, after?" I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I can meet you before if you want," because I just felt like I'd be all sweaty and stuff after. And then uh, he's like, "Yeah, you do right. care about your appearance, obviously, because yeah. like, the reason we were." We're supposed to set. We said we were going to record twelve thirty every week, but you had to go do an hour of skincare, knowing yeah. that yeah, the camera's on. <laughs> um, so I started on at six forty-four in the morning, early, very early run for me. Disgusting. Um, got in there, did the so about just over twenty-minute run. Met Riley, a few little photos, and then go into this Nike thing because it's a ten k run as well. And so I just thought it was like, yeah, go in, go for a run, and I'll talk about the shoes. No, I was like, talk about the shoes. I was like up at the front talking to people. 
good 75 minutes between my 20 minute run yeah. and then my the rest of my run so um i had to split it into two runs so i did a, a triple on, on the <laughs> saturday but um yeah and then a nice old 10k with all the nike people what pace was it uh, i was 456 yeah um i very, heard very <laughs> I heard from a little birdie that someone that you got asked like, "What does Zoom X mean to you?" or something like that. And Rambo said, "Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say, I thought, yeah, go." Yeah, Rambo said something like, uh, "He goes, uh, um, Pegasus." Pegasus? And and like, no, it's not in it. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like looking at it going, "No, no stop." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Love Rambo. Yeah, um, ran a good seven uh, k that night, and then just went to Yarra Flats on Sunday. Did an hour forty with Jack. Um, and also Burrows, Luke Burrows and uh, Chris Dale. I was surprised at how slow you ran. What pace was it, 408s? Mm, okay, yeah, Jack said like 412s or something, I think he said. But I was like, what? And with Brett, I remember there was a good, I suppose because you, yeah, yeah you, you, it's a week out from Yeah, you know, I don't, don't know. I wasn't feeling great, to be honest. And then I just, I don't know, I'm happy to run with people. Yeah. So now, I'm not in like yeah. I'm, I'm, that last man, right marathon now, block, you were not. It was like no. Yeah, I'm running but I feel place. like I had this. I just got to get this fucking world cross country done, and have a fucking fuck way, out. <laughs> and then I'll uh, get into more proper training because yeah, I'm still not feeling as good in those long sessions as I would like. So I think I just need to get my K's up, get my long runs, yeah, going. Well, not like going, but like just get sucking consistently over two hours, and then I'll be. Um, yeah, good to go. Hopefully on this uh, marathon block, I'm like getting better. Like I feel like a lot of them I get to like seven or eight weeks and I'm like, I'm I wish the race was now yeah. because like I just, you feel it start to get tired and it's like you can hold it this long. So hopefully things just like improve each week and then by the time the marathon comes around, I'm everyone good. When was last London? Uh, uh, October. Yeah, okay. Mm. It was – so you've, you, you're going – October, December, April marathons. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, world, world cross country this um, Saturday, which would be exciting. It's going to be tough. It's looking brutal. Um, going to be very hot. Mm. And yeah, see, seeing some of the fields is going to be good. But I don't know. It's always, it's, uh, it's very special to run, I guess, a world champs in your home country. Mm. So. Once, once in a career opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Sort of thing, yeah. So that's why, like, I do want to freshen up this week and be like, yeah. I know I have got a marathon coming up, but I, really I would rather not go than go and run tired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I'm, I feel the exact same way because you know I see you performing well, and all that does is help the podcast. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so go do your little thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! How's your week been? Um. Yeah, good. It just fucking feels awesome to be back feeling it's it's weird. It's like I feel unfit, so unfit, but I feel normal running. Like yeah. when I'm going to run, I just feel like normal energy levels, right? So it's like even though I feel unfit and I'm puffing or whatever, I'm getting dropped in sessions, I don't feel fucking cooked or sick like I did mm. when I had all that health shit going on. Um, so it was so good to just, you know, get back into things. Um Monday just did a 40-minute run. I've just been running 40 minutes on Mondays until I can rock up to Tuesday because I, I want to get the 90 done on a Sunday and then I'm rocking up on a Tuesday and I'm just training like pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So that first session back was that, pretty bad, wasn't it? I think that was the worst. We 
everyone was laughing about it. Like, I mean, everyone was laughing about it at uh, the threshold that week. Like people were just like, uh, other people had heard. And stuff, and they were just, it was like, honestly, like the group was joking about like, I've seen some people run bad, but Joel, that was next next level bad. Like I, what was it? I couldn't hold, I couldn't run under 3.30 pace towards the end. And I was struggling. So, and you said, you're like, are you all right? Like you looked fucked. Yeah. Um, but I think that was just the first time I'd ha- got my heart rate high in like five weeks. But I'd done a lot. It was like the longest I'd run the weekend before. Oh, sorry, that two days before. So then what happened was Collis was like, pull me right back for this week, this Tuesday or last Tuesday. Um, and so he got, got me to, he's like, go with uh, Lockie Morehouse um, and Garbs, Will Garbaletto, um, who were, you know, they were training, they're Sinead's training partners. And so that's who I got dropped off the week before. And he's like, just go with them and see if you can do the whole session with them. So same session as you did. 800s, but it was um, 78 for the easier one and then mm-hmm. 75s for the fast one. And I was running that and it was like I wasn't even training. Yeah. So it was almost like in so a So you've in got seven, better and in, you've been brought back. In, so. seven, in seven days. No, no, I didn't get brought back. I was just aimed to stay with the same group as oh, the okay. week before, uh, yeah. but I just got way better. Yeah. And so I was running and it was supposed to be – I did them all easy sitting on the back. And I was looking at my heart. I only had a wrist heart rate, but it was like 15 beats below threshold. Mm. And because you're having a minute break after each 800, um, I was sort of like, look, I, yeah, I don't want to try and push myself too much and stuff, but I'm like, this is taking the PC a bit here. Um, so it was supposed to be a lap jog. And then I realized a lap jog between the two sets. And then I realized Smack's group was like just at the top of the straight. So I just ran into the infield and said to Carlos, hey, I'm feeling fine. Can I just go with... Um, with their group and they had a big train of guys Mm -hmm. and they were running 71s for the easier one and then 68s Um, and Collis said exactly like what he said to you with the it's it's more important to run the 68 don't you know just drop off so I did the whole session of running 71s and then 600 at 68 pace and I did the like five Um, so at least you know 68 pace running 600s it was even though it's still a long way to go, you know, I usually can run 68s fine, but much better than the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Wednesday was uh, – I did a hour jog. I finished actually in at Officeworks to get these beautiful posters behind. Um, another fucking funny thing, I went to uh, – I just, you know, when you're in those moods that you want to just buy stuff, you know, those spending <laughs> moods. I know you get it and I know Jack gets it, right? I walk into this on Smith Street. There's this little, um, uh, it's like an incense shop, a hippie incense shop. And so I go in there and I buy these little um, little uh, incense. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, I want that one. Oh, and I'm going to smell that. I'm like, oh, no, I want that one too. And I get to the front and it's like, I'm like, probably got like 40 bucks worth of incense and like all these different ones. I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, and then there was this little, and I'm just like a sucker for anything like a sales, right? There's this little bowl at the front of the, on the counter. And it said like, um, mental stimulation lollies or lozenge or something, um, like from coca leaf plant, some natural sort of thing. And it's what coca leaf's what the climbers, um, use for like in South, South America, they use climate to to get rid of uh, altitude sickness, uh, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And I said, oh, I've do these that. actually work, right? It's like a green tea sort of thing. And I'm like, do these work? She goes, yeah, you like have just suck them on, you feel like a bit more alert um, and it's, you know, supposed to be supposed to be really good. And, and it was honestly a little plastic bag with just a cup. It looked like Mentos, right? And this is like six in them. And I'm looking at the the uh, 
like the incense. And I'm like, oh yeah, just chuck them in there too. And she's like, yeah, perfect. Rings it all up. And it was like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, hundred bucks? <laughs> How much are they? For like 40 bucks. They were like three, three or $4 a lozenge. And it was just this tiny little bit. And I was just like, Way too awkward to be like, oh, I'll take them back out. So I'm so like, you had to buy of course I had to buy <laughs> So I'm, I'm walking out just thinking, fuck, that was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a good, that's a good dinner out that I've just bought on these fucking lollies that don't even taste good. <laughs> Wait, that's like when with my bike, I um, wanted to get a different stem on it, but just yeah. because to shorten it a little bit. And I like go into this place and the guy, um, and the girl behind the counter, they're going, yeah, put this one on, it looks sick on it. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, put it on. And like, he's putting it on and I'm like, there's like a tear coming out of my eye because <laughs> I'm like, I know I hate it already. And I'm just like, oh. There's uh, nothing you I'm can like, do. Yeah, so like go home, <laughs> just fucking get my Allen key, take it off, put my old one back on. And like, I was like, when he, when he was doing it, I'm like watching where he puts my old one because I'm like, it's coming with me. Like. <laughs> And yeah, I was, you, you, you just want this like in the in the in the bargain bin. You go, oh, oh no, I'll, I'll, I'll take, take it. Yeah, you never know. I'm on the bike. I'm like, wrong. I'm like, I'll donate it. I'll donate it. Yeah, and then so now I've just got like a eighty dollar stem just sitting in my room doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's honestly like burning money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, talking about gravel rides. Wednesday, Arvo went for a gravel ride. Just been you know going for just this trying to ride. Just, uh, recreational or actual. This was actually a training benefit out of it. Training benefit, yeah. yeah. I just went on the bike, bike path. Just, yeah. just like, just like I, I want to start, um, you know, just trying to get. It, it's funny. It's like my. I feel like my motivation for running has like come back, and it's just purely because I feel normal again. Yeah. Like I was. I felt so fucked up like six weeks ago, where I was like, if someone goes, "Oh, you should go to the gym and cross train," nah, mm. I, I couldn't do anything. You saw me. I was jogging like twenty minutes, and I felt like I had the plague. Um, Thursday threshold. Was uh, first time on the gravel. Everyone was on the gravel. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I had the new Mizuno shoes. I just was. Like, shoe even on the gravel? Yeah, everyone everyone went, and I was like, "Fuck, Centro was there," and I'm like, "Oh, is this just a thing that because like Centro's there that we're all got to go on the gravel?" Um, and the like those new Mizuno f- things I just gave them to, and they were like, um, "There's a massive stack height," and they actually feel quite good on the road. But then mm. like on the gravel, and my OP thing is still there, and it's just like I fucking don't want to be on the gravel. But yeah. I'm not going to sook. So I just did it. Um, and so why was everyone on the gravel? I don't know. I think I asked. Jack and I weren't there, but yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Everyone was just on the gravel um, and I had 25 minutes. Um, and I, yeah, it was like three, I don't know, 318, 320 pace or something. And I felt pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, again, I'm not, um, I don't feel sick or tired or anything. I'm just unfit. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, it was good. Then Friday did an hour run and finished in the city um, because I had strength testing. So, yeah, and I'm weak as piss. Yep. All my strength, like, because I was doing gym regularly and then obviously with a like, couple of months, I pretty much took off. Um, I'm weak as piss. Mm. So it's good to just get back in. Um, doing something interesting, one of the, one of the days, because I've got two gym programs on like alternate days. Have you done anything, any exercise to a metronome before? Yeah. Yeah. I do like... Especially when I'm injured, I do. Yeah. Like um, all my Achilles stuff, I do. Yeah. With the Is that Brad Beard told you to do that? Or um, I remember listening to something about it years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I had a phone call with um, Ebony Rio, who's like the guru for um, tendons. Yeah. And and she told me to do it. But yeah, Brad Beard told me. Yeah. Um, Lightweight, but um, yeah. And light. then I do this like thing, like um, 
where I'm like stepping on one foot for four seconds and then change to the other one for four seconds. And yeah. like, so it's like way easier to do it with the metronome. Yeah. And, but yeah, it is something to do with, it keeps your mind focused on it. Yeah. And, and also it's to do with the, like getting like the, the muscles strong and activated at like to replicate running. Yeah. Because like when you're running, it's just like, you know, the muscles got to go like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. And it's like I was just doing like a not leg press. What's the one that activates the quad? So you're like lying, you're sitting down and the machine's like on the yeah, front of your yeah. ankle and you're pulling up. Yeah. Right. And it's like I'm going boom, boom. Oh, boom, yeah. With 15 okay. kilos. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going boom. And it's like so hard and it is fucked. I like get walking off and like of age six years mm. trying to get off them. And then the same with the calf. So they even think when doing, um, like an isometric or something like that. If you should use a metronome, so you're not moving, but I think it keeps your mind focused on what you're doing. Like if you're just thinking about, oh, well, I'm going to have a dinner and stuff it like that. Work as it's well. not like it's not connecting your brain to, to the, the muscle. So I think using the metronome keeps it focused on exactly what you're doing. We probably need a physio to explain more of this. Yeah. But um, that's what I've always Q and A's. Yeah. Q and A. Bring on a physio. Why a metronome? They <laughs> yeah. Answer. They go. Thanks a lot. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> two minute episode um, so yeah did the strength testing there and yeah felt good Saturday day off running um, I had work and so I just rode to work and then I did a little bit of an extra ride so not really counting that one as cross training um, but I don't know it ended up being like 20k so it's not much but yeah. um, still good to just because sort of, I find that if you do no, absolutely nothing you just feel a bit shit and then Sunday morning wo- woke up um for a long run with Will Tihan and Riley Wolf, those guys were doing. Oh, so you met them for the whole long run? Not oh. for the whole, because they were doing two. You know, I think you know two hours fifteen or something. But they start in Burnley and run the long way round. Well, run. <laughs> <laughs> they did a long way round. It's the same fucking. It's a circle. They run the normal way round, right from Burnley to the city, the way we used yep. to do it. And I, they said that they'll be leaving seven thirty. They will get to Costco at about eight thirty. So I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll leave here at eight. It'll take me half an hour. I'll go the other way around mm-hmm. from Clifton Hill up to Costco. Yeah. And then as I'm getting there, I'm looking at the time and it's like way late and they're not there. And then I'm starting to think, I go, actually, we never fucking ask which way you're going around Capital City. Like, isn't that a pretty mm. important thing to work out? And then I'm like, hang on, no, there's no way that they get an hour and a half back through the other way, you know. So um, ended up seeing them and then just ran, uh, yeah, I suppose an hour with them, a bit under. Um, just like 4.30 pace, super chill, so good. And tell you what, like I'm not an early riser. I don't like uh, waking up early when I don't have to, but like I finish my long run at like 10, oh, so, 10 past yeah. nine. You know, because it's nice, it, isn't it? Fernie, you do it, but then you've got the long oh, drive back. Yeah. So by the time you get back, it's it's sort of fucked. But Fernie's this, like a four-hour round trip. It's Yeah, it's fucked. Which, I gotta go yeah. back. I will go. As, I do want to go back. To it is good. Like it's really. I good. do. I really do like going up there. But um, yeah, it does take a long time. But I, yeah, I love. I hate getting out of bed and running early. But when you do, and it's, then you got the whole day ahead it's of the you, best. It's, it's so yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, but still, when the alarm goes off, it's not like the alarm going off for fishing, is it? Nah, <laughs> no, I'm not at all. <laughs> we go fishing. Sir. We do. I um on Saturday when I got up early for that run and like I finished both my runs by like 9.20, which yeah. is my usual start time. And then I um, got back to the, got back home, had a shower, got into bed, had an hour nap. <laughs> At 11.30, I was already having a nap. So I'm not built for these uh, 
these early mornings, but I, fu- I found it funny. Um, I think Riley was saying on the run yesterday. So we we're laughing about that. You know, you're looking tired, and and then Riley's like, "It's work, mate. You know, you're there at a Nike gig. You're a Nike athlete. You got to get up and yeah. get ready for work." And then I'm like, "Hang on, Brett's on a Nike contract. Isn't every run work? <laughs> <laughs> he should be getting up at six every morning." <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good week of training. As I said, unfit, but just feels <clears throat> feels good to be be back running like regularly and not have any you know injuries or anything and I was 90k for the week yeah did you say how many k's you were I was 162 yeah okay yeah. so yeah a little bit over me but um <laughs> yeah I wish I knew why I didn't run Tuesday but um <laughs> I would have been 170 <laughs> yeah yeah so going straight into the Centro interview um we obviously Centro speaks for a long time he's a great guy yeah he can, went, talk. he can talk. He can talk, which is good. As yeah. a as a interviewer, you want an interviewee to talk a lot. Definitely, right? yeah. So we have decided to stretch this interview over two episodes. Um, so when it fades out, it's not an audio issue. The second part will yeah. be in next week's episode. Because if we just did it in one, everyone's Wednesday run would be about two and a half hours. Yeah. So. <laughs> you get all these coaches messaging us going, yeah. you're fucking injured all night, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, someone said, I don't know if they were taking the piss, but someone said they had like gone back. Because I can see the stats that of people listening, you know. And Not the names for everyone. No, yeah, 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 <laughs> Just yeah. the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Graham Smith, what the fuck are you doing, yeah. man? <laughs> um, we like we get like quite a lot of downloads every day, like when we haven't been on holiday. And I've had a couple of people say they're going back and just listening mm. again and going back and listening again. And it's yeah. like, fucking hell, you know. Thank you to everyone who does that. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, so enjoy this Centro interview. Centro, how are you? You know, um, little little peeved uh, with the the Uber ride over here. Yes, but I'm starting, yes, I'm yes, starting yes. to kind of calm I, down. Re- remind me after this, two stars for that bloke. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's actually Brett's fault. He was supposed to pick you up. I mean, yeah, I was gonna, but you know, him sending that Uber that might have been the first time anyone has ever called an Uber for me. Yeah, you know, we uh, throw out the big guns on on this show. So <laughs> yeah. now, now I see how you pull back in the day. You know? <laughs> Most guests get a chopper to the studio, but we could only you know, only got an Uber. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to take you back to both of our highlights of our career, the Kipchoge after party. I was just talking to Nick about that this morning. Wait, how fun was it? Honestly, like it probably was in my top three, like favorite, de- like probably, I can't even just say after parties, like situations, just like nights out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was, it was like for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, the Ineos 159, um, obviously Kipchoge made history. But then we had one of the most fun nights ever at this at this after party. It was all such a great day. We're on stage, on people's shoulders, made some Kipchoge song up. Don't forget stuck. the Wolf of Wall Street chant over here. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, I, had yeah. Part, when I had to keep the party going, <laughs> open bar. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, such a fun night. And then, uh, yeah, me and you went on a um, on roller coasters that day as well. Oh we yeah, to... it was it was yeah. We we helped Kipchoge. Basically, we ran sub two ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. Um, just just to kick off the morning. Um, yeah, went to the music park all day and then finished it up with like, I don't know, like a five hour long dance party. The, also, the DJ was really good. Like I found like the music is everything, obviously, like at these places and like Mr. Bright, they're just hitting all yeah, the old yes, songs, yes. you know what I mean? Everyone, like all these different countries, Kenyans, Ethiopians, Aussies, obviously, you know, we had some Brits and Americans. Everyone just knew every single song. It was like a perfect night. Yeah. Kipchoge wasn't there. I think he like- That's what was my question. Yeah, he, he came. So he, the, the, he left the, early. Yeah, I was going to say the funny story about that, like I, I love telling this story because like it, it definitely just 
gives you an idea of like how Kipchoge is. He breaks two hours, which is like, I'm sure he's been training all like for years. He tried it in, um, in Spain or Italy, Italy. Uh, Italy, Yeah. And so like, you know, it's something that he's been like, you know, in the back of his head, I'm sure for years. And, and, uh, he goes this after he starts by giving everyone awards, comes up, thanks everyone for their help. And then, you know, basically is like, I'm taking off, I'm going to bed. I have the Olympics that I need to train for, which was still nine months away. Yeah, yeah. And then every 41 like pacers were like, we'll take it from here. So we're all You've yelling. You've done your part, Elliot. It's on us. We're, we're, we're literally partying for him. He's asleep probably before the second song comes on. And we had, you know, that song, um, Seven Nation Army. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so we, yeah. we had the whole like, uh, 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 uh Kipchoge. And he wasn't even there. It was just, it was epic. Yeah, that was such a fun night. I um, I always think about that, especially when I see you. I think it's always speak about when we uh, when we see each other. Well, again. like for for me, like side note, um, like you know, it's funny because I feel like the the real start of my relationship with with your group and the Australians was when Jack Rayner beat me in the five k in twenty seventeen. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know if you're gonna like go down some like. Um, accolades of mine, but I was waiting for you to throw that one in there. The Stanford five K, the Stanford five K beat heat winner, or runner up. Sorry, um, and uh, and so you know it was that was like the start of our relationship, and so we had that going for a couple of years until 2019, where we really got to know each other. Um, you know, obviously you, Jack, and then Stewie um, from your group, but then obviously you had. Um, 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 Tiernan. Yeah, Tiernan, who, yeah, could, yeah. who like his dance moves were oh, yeah. probably the best. <laughs> Mate, get a, he's a bit of a quiet guy. Get a couple of beers or wines into him and he loves I've the dance, dance floor. He, yeah. he had a good line though. He was like, you know, you don't go to school in, at Villanova, which is in Philadelphia, in the city and not be able to dance like yeah, really yeah. well. Yeah. And I was like, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But yeah. yeah. Pulling girls, he definitely needs to know how to dance. Dude, he, <laughs> he had the best moves of the night for sure. Uh, yeah, such a fun night. But um, yeah, highlight of both our careers, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, so. that, that's when that's when our relationship really took off. Yeah. Like yeah. all of you guys and I, so yeah. You mentioned uh, going into your accolades and your PBs and stuff. Before we uh, get into that, one of my favorite things to do on the podcast is go on World Athletics, search the athlete's name and then look at, pod, look at the uh, PBs and find something funny. 400 meter PB, 80, 80 seconds. Yep, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of that one. Tell us about it. Well, um, if we're being completely honest here, contractually, uh, I needed X amount of races one year. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so in that race, which I won, by the way, um, we had yes. Kate Grace. A win's a win. Tactical uh, 400. Dude, you don't get them often. Dude, Josh Thompson was in there. You know, <laughs> we're talking world finalists. Um, Kate oh. Grace, it was a co-ed race and we lined up, I think we had like three events that day. It was like a 400, a 600, and 800. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, it, we like the races were different meets, so we got three different races yes. for that. <laughs> it, it was an absolute joke, but. But, um, you know, we, we, we put it on or Jerry was able to put it on for all the BTC athletes that needed X amount of races that year. And so like, obviously we're all banged up and hurt. And so we're like, just going to go out there and jog and have a good time. And yeah, I never thought that that would actually come up as my 400. PB, so. <laughs> so it's, funny. it's so funny that it made it on there. But, and then like, you got like all these crazy scores for all your other PBs, but this one is a zero. zero. <laughs> but then the 600 has like one. I know, <laughs> like, I know. I think, my, my, I think my 600, the pace was faster than 80 second quarter pace. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I got better as the meet went on. <laughs> we should probably go into his uh, real PBs for any for any of the listeners. I need, run a, I, need, I need to set up a 400 here in Australia to like knock that down. Yeah. Just like, I, just think, like I reckon 55. you can do it, you can do it. You think so? I reckon. I, you, I don't know, did you see that workout yesterday? Yeah, You're yeah. giving me too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> 144, 800, 330, 1500, 
13005k. Uh, that one was new spikes, but uh, that, that's pre-spike era, you know. So what, yeah. what, what's the conversion on that? I know. One forty-one, three twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid. Yeah, mid. Yeah, yeah, mid, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Depends <laughs> what track you do it. Because is that three thirty at Monaco? Uh, yeah, you know what's funny? I was just talking to Luke Matthews about that earlier today. Because oh, he goes, uh, he was asking like my schedule. I'm trying, you know, about linking up while I'm out here, and I was like, oh, I'm leaving for Adelaide for an 800. And he was like, you know, we're just going on. I was like, if I could break 153, that'd be great. And uh, he goes, mate, I remember you ran 149 the week before you ran 330. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's funny that he remembered that, but yeah, that was. Uh, I just never acclimate and adjust really well to Europe, and so um, yeah, for a lot of those like PRs of mine. Um, we're over here in the US, like the 800 was, the 5K was, my 3K. So for me, it was like, I just always wish that, you know, we, if I was part of Jerry's group back in the day, in my prime, it would've been nice like having like teammates and me, Galen and Mo setting up races and like, you know, yeah. just kind of take us through to like hundred meters to go. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, you know, we would've, I, I, I probably could've ran a tick quicker, but to be honest with you, like there was a, a tweet um, the other day that I quote retweeted uh, Michael Johnson. He was going on about people celebrating PRs and you know don't get me wrong like that's all fun and in and stuff and and enjoy it and that's what you're training for but at the end of the day you know it's all about like winning and that's yeah, like competing definitely and um and I've always focused in my career on on competing and really gearing up and getting excited for those type of races but I'm really glad to see like how the sport has changed so much now and obviously like it's you know this the spikes it's with covid you know kids training on like you know you're hearing of um it's training groups kid, doing kids are crazy double right. th double t double yeah, threshold yeah. in a day yeah and so like they're training really hard and, and they're like earning these prs and these fast times i don't want to take anything away from it but for me it's like they're rewriting the record books so i'm so glad like you know a guy like galen who i thought like would have like some of these records mm. when we heard about these times at bu he was running yeah you'd yeah. be like they're gonna be around for a while and he's like you know i think he only had actually doesn't even have the three k anymore nagus took that one too yeah. i think he has a two mile he still has a two mile that like any, any of those guys could run that now, like given what they yeah, run. Exactly. And so for me, it's like, you know, if I had put an emphasis on records, I mean, I, they would have already been erased, you know, and in, in, in a few years from now, it's going to be like, who, like you're not going to even see it on there. Yeah. Um, what are you doing out here in Australia? Uh, just working on my tan. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it's going well. Um, I came down for the podcast. It's really nice you yes. to fly me down. For that. <laughs> um, you know. Not just the Uber, the flight over here as well. We <laughs> yeah. um, no, listen, this is my third time down here and every, you know, all both times and already the 48 hours I've been here, it's always just a great experience. Like, I don't know if it's the weather, it's the people, it's the food. Like, I'm just always in good spirits. Um, it, it's just it's just a fun, like, environment to be around. Like, the weather shit in the US, you know, we had a cold front on the East Coast where I came from. Really hard to train and do the appropriate workouts. So, for me, coming down here, it's just, like, a great opportunity to get some really good training in. Um especially coming back from like a knee surgery, like a tight 200 meter bank track is not mm. ideal. So, um, you know, being able to race on an outdoor track in February, March, like it's just a no brainer for yeah. me. Yeah. Plus get all the good training and the good weather. Like today's a beautiful day. It makes it a lot easier. Incredible. I was going to say, I, I love the positivity because most people in Melbourne are complaining the weather at the moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. guys, man, even if it's gloomy, I'm like at 60. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are you at though? Like with your fitness, with what, what so you're doing three races? Yeah, three, yeah. 800 Adelaide, 
um, mile at the Murray Plant Meet and 3K, Sydney? 3K at the Sydney yeah. Track Classic. So once, what, once I found out that was your guys' national championship and I heard it might be tactical, I was like, <laughs> yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. But my arch nemesis is going to be in it. Yeah, Jack so, Rayner, get, Jack, get one back on him. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's only right that I outkick him this time, you know, but I, I don't know about that. He just he just had an off race running 101, so he's yeah. obviously, the, man, the man's gotten he's to a new level. Right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, seeing where his career has taken off, like, I don't want to, like, credit, you know, me kind of jump started <laughs> yes. that in 2017, but it makes me feel a lot better. You know, everyone was giving me shit for losing to him. And I know, like, but now you're like, he's a third and a six guy, yeah. Australian record holder in the 10K, yeah. so it's understandable. I was boosting his morale. Yeah. Like, could I not kick him? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, where are you at fitness-wise and, and what do you want to get out of these races? Yeah, no, so, um, you know, the I, so I, I the first time I was able to run was the end of August. And so I spent most of the end of um, 2022 just, like, taking it really slow, taking it easy, making sure I come back from this knee surgery and, and like in one piece, like the last thing I want to do is rush it and get myself hurt again and, and miss more time. So I was really like for the first time in my career, like taking actual prescribed days off. My mileage was really, really low, but I was able to like, again, I was able to get out, run and get some workouts in and start to build some fitness. Can I ask when you say for the first time in your career, did you in previous times have days off and you would just go and run anyway? No, yeah. so like it, previous, like I took days off only when I was hurt. Yeah, yeah like right. like don't get me wrong. At the end of the season, I would take like a week off, yeah. like anyone else. But like during the season, I never like had prescribed days off. Like I never was like you know I haven't taken a day off. Like if yeah, I'm right. feeling good, I'm just you just know running. I have to I have to hit eighty five miles, and it's easier to have seven days of doing that than six. Mm, yeah. yeah, and so um, you know it's as as runners we're really stubborn. Like especially elite athletes, we're really really stubborn. So it's really hard for me to like get out of my head knowing that like I'm at the age where like I can kind of rely a little bit on the years of mileage that I've built up and I don't have to like keep overdoing it and keep progressing. You get to a point where like it's more detrimental. Um, so it's smarter for me to go hit in the pool on a Sunday than you know going doing junk miles mm -hmm. of just to like get the 70 or 80 or 90 miles that I need to get that week. And so it, it takes it takes a lot of maturity it takes, you know, um, you have to be, yeah, a lot less stubborn and, and understand of like just where I am in my, in my career and, and what my body can, um, withhold. So it is hard to kind of, yeah, take that stubbornness out. Like when you know how good you were doing this, of course you want, that's what you want to exactly do. Yeah. So it is hard to kind of make that, um, kind of, I don't know, change in, in, in your training. Sure. Um, you said you had the knee surgery. Yeah. What, yeah. what happened with the knee? Uh, so long story short, I had, I was in amazing shape a little over a year ago. I did this like 10 miler with the BTC guys and it was like 50 flat, which, you know, for you, it's nothing. But for me, I, I felt like amazing. Like I could have gone another five or 10 miles at that pace. And, um, the next, next week after that workout, my knee just like absolutely blew up on me. Like I was, I was just doing an easy run and I couldn't finish and I was limping for like 10 days. And I mean, like I've never been in a situation where it's like something like that bad. So I knew something was going on, but I, two doctors were just like, oh, you have a partial tear in your meniscus, which is like, it's not bad and you don't, you don't need surgery. So I go, great. That's like great news. Like I don't want surgery. And so I try to manage that. I try to run through that for, I ended up getting surgery in May. So I ran through that from early December till like early May. And I was like, it, it hasn't gotten better. And then finally, like they were like assuming and guessing until we can go in there that you might have an ACL tear. So I was like, well, fuck, like, thanks for telling me that now. And so anyways, I get surgery like, you know, five, six months later. So I kind of messed, I, I missed, you know, compromised the whole 2022 season for that. And uh, yeah, out of the surgery, they said the surgery went great. But yeah, you had a, you had a tear in your, in your ACL, which was just from like degenerative run. I think it was just like 
wear and tear for years. Really? It was nothing yeah, from like okay. a pop, like I never heard yeah. anything. And so it was obviously really frustrating knowing that like, I wish I'd known that back in December. So I could have just like expedited the yeah. whole surgery mm. thing, but it's all in hindsight, right? So that was basically what happened. Um, it was three months of not being able to run and then coming back, it was going to be like, I can't run around a track cause I, you know, like can't go, I have to go linear. I can't go like, you know, ver, um, lateral and I can't do like a lot of like explosive things that like you want to do like in the gym and, yeah. and so forth. So it was like a, yeah, it was a long, like comeback. It was a slow one, but honestly, like after taking so many months off, it was just nice to be outside again and just running straight, you know, even if it was just for a few miles or at, you know, seven minute mile pace. Yeah. It is hard when, uh, yeah, taking three months off, like yeah. that first run must've been, all right, very, very nice. Yeah, I mean, like, what, what's the longest, like, you've ever taken off in your career since you've gotten into, like, uh, running seriously? Yeah, I had, like, a couple of months off when I had a stress in my hip. Yeah. Um, probably three months. Okay. And then, yeah, it was, like, devastating that, yeah. in that time. And then, but once, like, kind of getting back into running, those first few runs suck, but once you get up to, like, 30-minute yeah. runs and stuff, yep. and you feel like a runner back again. Like, exactly. That's yeah. it. What, what is your um, body like? I, like, I know for me, every, every time I turn a year older, I have to add like 30 minutes to my morning routine just to be able to get out the door and run like wh where are you at with your body uh, so I, where i'm at is i need a warm-up for the warm-up yeah so, exactly. i noticed, I noticed it waverly uh on tuesday you so were like, doing uh, you were doing the most intense warm-up i've seen anyone do so uh you're I, you in know. positions i can't be in I'm a few <laughs> years younger than you well it's funny you guys showed up and i was ready warming up yeah, yeah like yeah. so so like i got calls was telling me like you guys will show up like 9.20, or, or sorry, you'll start your warm up at 9.20 and be ready to go at 10. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, holy shit. Like, first of all, like, you know, even an hour out, like ready to go is like cutting it close for me. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and this is like dates back even to my like early 20s, like, you know, with Galen and Mo, we would literally like, Alberto would be so pissed because we take forever. You yeah. know, like I can do strides all day. Like I can, you know, I can just, <laughs> I can like talk to someone for five minutes, do a stride, talk another five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, it's already noon. Like let's get this workout going. <laughs> so like, um, and so when, when, when I hear you guys are like fucking, you know, no, no bullshit, like you guys yeah. get at 20 minutes and then you guys are ready to go with three strides. I was like, I got to get going earlier. Yeah. And so it was, it was really interesting to see like, and, th and that's what's so great. It, it, honestly, like in my position right now, just kind of being a nomad, like it's great to come down here and like train with you guys for a little bit and see like how you do things. And it's like completely different than like some of the groups I've been a part of and, and with other people. So there's many ways to skin a cat. It's not a right or wrong way, but um, at the end of the day, you know, you know, you need for yourself and your body. And, and I'm at the point where, yeah, I need, I need to warm up. For sure, the warm -up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do the warm up at home. Then get in the car, stiff uh, up again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne traffic. It's like, fuck. yeah. Are, are you too embarrassed to activate in front of everyone? What, what's the deal? Uh, I just have to get there too early, and I live with people that run, come to training as well, so I can't get yeah. them in the car early. And yeah. dude, it's insane. So I, I never know. I don't think many guys on the Oregon Project did this, but certainly BTC has. I mean, you saw the. I don't know if you guys followed the BTC account, but like, you know, it was like kind of a whole trend last uh, year with yeah. Grant. Yeah, but like. That group, man, they, I've never seen people activate like them man. in my life. They spend like, like mid, like I'm talking 20 minutes maybe yeah, of yeah. like doing hip stuff, like yeah, bands yeah. and, and like, and I'm Seen just the like, bands. like rolling <laughs> out. And I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's a whole yeah, like. That Grant Fisher video went viral. Yeah, but, we um, had, we would, we took the piss out of that on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I bet, I bet. And then, and then he starts breaking American records and I you guys are all doing yeah, the same everyone's shit. Doing it, yeah. See, this is what you're doing at home. You still want to show everyone. You have, you have six bands and you're fucking looking like the bionic bunny over here. Yeah, <laughs> I remember being in on, uh, Mammoth Lakes and Bauman were there as well. And Evan Yeager was warming up 75 minutes before the start oh, of the yeah. session. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I 100% rather do that. If, yeah. if I have like, if 
someone was like, you have to warm up 75 minutes or 45 minutes before I'm going 75 every, yeah. minute, every single day of the yeah. week. Yeah. 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 And, and also like another thing, it's not really like training secrets, but like they warm up like 25 minutes and I know you guys go 20 yeah. and like that five minutes is like, like when you're talking, like you guys are getting ready to go like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Those five minutes is like big, yeah. like yeah. having that yeah. extra five or like not having that five. Yeah. And so like, if, if we, if I start with you guys at nine twenty and I need 25 minutes, like I'm down to like 10 minutes, yeah, like exactly. to like spike yeah, up yeah. and ready to go. Yeah. yeah. By the time you change your shoes and stuff, yeah. it's like not much time. No. Yeah. Um, if we go back to your race plan here in Melbourne, um, or your race plan in Australia, one of the, the Melbourne meet is the Maury Plant Memorial meet. Um, and Maury Plant had a big, you know, big things to do in Melbourne Track Club. Uh, did you ever have much to do with Maury? Not much to do with him, but certainly, you know, being on the circuit the last decade plus, um, I ran into him more times than none. And he was always just an absolute, like, funny guy, like, lively, always, like... Uh, you know, jokingly would always call girls over my way and, and embarrass me or embarrass them. And so he, I've always just had really fond memories of him. You know, he's just like a loud, like just character and like growing up, like if, if you ever know my dad, it was like, you know, just kind of like the personality I'm used to, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, you know, it, it's, it was sad news when I heard about his passing and, and, uh, it worked out really well for me to be down here and, and be able to like partake and honor him at this meet in, in Melbourne on uh, the 23rd. So, um, a little bit incentive, I know, not just for me, but a lot of the, um, Australians to like get after it and have a good show in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it will mean a lot to, um, to, to, yeah, to a lot of Australian athletes and, and athletes all around the world really. But uh, yeah, I remember, um, like when he, when he did pass and then my first race was when I broke the Australian record um for the half and like i remember thinking about him oh wow yeah like he definitely had a a big impact on especially the mtc athletes but um yeah so it'd be great to kind of everyone to race it's crazy like looking at like across the board in sports when like you know people lose Mm. um you know parents or friends or like mentors and so forth and how like the first like competition or game they have it's like they go off for like i don't know there's something like crazy about that so hearing that story just kind of like you know, I could give like someone goosebumps, yeah, you know, just of yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, one race you didn't mention, uh, well cross country. Oh yeah, of course. Um, it's funny you mentioned that cause, uh, earlier today, um, put up like an Insta story that, uh, that I probably should give a little clarification, um, about, so I knew I wanted to come down to Australia a few months ago or sorry, not, maybe not that long ago. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe a couple months ago. Um, as I was trying to like think of like what what my year wanted to look like, and once I found out, however many weeks ago that the four by two k mixed relay was going on, um, obviously I was like super interested in in one just hey I was gonna I wanted to be down there, and two like it's a it's a Team USA World Championship um, event, so like who wouldn't want to represent their country and and it's a, it's a fun it's a fun event right because yeah, it's definitely. like like how many times like can you run the two k event and like also run it with like the uh, opposite sex. Yeah. So um, anyways, yeah, I put my name in the hat and, and they are basically like, you know, got to show some fitness. And I mentioned I was running a 1K um, race in, in January, which was before the deadline. And they said, all right, like, yeah, just submit like your performance. So it wasn't like anything because because after I put up my Instagram post, I found out that there was like a, you know, they had a blurb of like certain events that they were like, like, um, measuring and, and, yeah. and going back in a time frame, but like they hadn't mentioned that 1k wasn't like you know if i was like hey i'm running a 1k if they were like hey we need a mile i would have ran a one mile at yeah, UW, yeah. you know not a 1k and so i end up doing the 1k and uh you know um as i'm trying to get ready for this um 
this stint down here, you know, I'm like checking in with them, hadn't heard from them, like trying to figure out like, you know, when are they going to announce the team? And there's just no transparency. You know, after I put up the Instagram story too, I got a lot of other athletes that were like, we had no idea that this event was going on. Certainly we would have loved to partake in it. And, and I'm talking about guys on the descending order list that would have like, you know, like been certainly qualified enough to, to been on that relay. So for me, I think a lot of my frustration just comes from and I feel really, really bad after coming, like putting on of like, you know, it definitely looks like I'm attacking the two guy athletes, which I certainly don't mm. want to do. I've heard, you know, I, I know um, Jordan Mann's- athlete's fault. Uh, yeah, know. exactly. It's not their fault at all. Yeah. And, and I know like, uh, like Jordan Mann's like- Cause they've done the same thing as you. They've yeah. put their name forward. Exactly. Hoping yeah. to get selected. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I know Jordan Mann's like, you know, a guy that a lot of guys around the sport like really like and get along with. And, and the last thing, those, those guys I felt like were just caught, got caught in crossfire. And my, and my frustration just kind of a little bit with USA track and field of like, you know, just their ability to like, be able to be like, all right, look, we have Emma Coburn, we have Heather McLean, like two girls that are top in the world in their events. And like, you know, I feel like any Federation's job is really to like win medals, right? And, yeah. and if USA Track and Field is looking at these events and you have like half the squad is like world beaters, like how do they not come forward more and like give contact every single athlete on that disordering descending order list of being yeah. like, are you guys interested in this? And what can we do to get you down there? And and no one they no one that I'm aware of that's on that descending order list got contacted by yeah. them or like USA Track and Field didn't make like an honest like effort. And so you're sitting here just kind of like as an athlete, like, you know, I'm in a position where I would think compared to most athletes, like I would not like boasting, but like would get like an, you know, the red carpet treatment of like, hey, keep you in the loop and this and that. And so if I'm getting shit, like absolutely shafted mm. and shit on in, ten, in terms of like figuring out like where I stand on this order list, is it gonna be possible? Not hearing from them, imagine what other athletes are getting. So it's just my frustration for like the first time in, in a long time where like USA track and field is like politics are involved of like selecting a yeah. team. Normally, you know, USA, yeah, exactly. We're one, two, three, yeah, and that's yeah. it. It's pretty yeah. cutthroat. And and so this definitely made me a little bit obviously upset with USA track and field, but also appreciative of like how our selection process is because like, yeah, once you start mixing, track and field is very like black and white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have times, you have performance lists. So you can you can compare events on that where I got zero points for the 80 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you can see across the board, like, you know, compare the guy who's running a 3K and a guy who's running a mile and be like, all right, we'll take the, you know, the best um, world ranking number, you know? So it was just, it was just, I think I was just really frustrated with USA track and field. Unfortunately, like those guys got caught. So I do want to like put out a little bit of apology to those two guys. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little like, you know, a little butthurt, but also frustrated, like not like being a part of this or like, or not even just about me, but like, you know, I certainly know a couple guys um, out there that would have loved to, that reached out to me today and would have loved to have been down here, like involved in, in this relay mm -hmm. and, and put like a good foot forward and be yeah. in the metal contention. And like, I guess with you, like, like you said, like you would be in the know if anyone was in the know. So sure. there's yeah. like these up and comers yeah. as well that maybe they've seen this and want to, um, qualify for this and they have no idea what the pathway that's is. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So, Sounds yeah. like you've got a right to be pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was, pretty, I was pretty heated and I was pretty frustrated when I woke up and saw the news of just like, like I had no idea when they're gonna announce it. You know what I mean? I didn't know, like I asked them multiple times of being like, hey, like I'm trying to get my racing schedule figured out down there. All good if I'm not gonna be on the team. I just wanna know just like, like where know. do I stand? Like, yeah. what, like what, what's, like you know, there was no transparency. Yeah. I didn't even know what the selection process looked like. And clearly like they were gonna factor my 1K in there. And if they decided, if they came forward right now and been like, yeah, like 1K was on list, like certainly I would have loved to known that and I would have ran a one mile. Yeah. But they didn't, you know, they didn't mention that. So I put my hat forward and then I get an email like, you know, like weeks later, days later, that was just like, ah, oh, we appreciate you, you know, putting your name forward, but you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, it's annoying. 
Um, going back to what you said before, you're a nomad at the moment. Yeah. Um, are you self-coached? Uh, Obviously, yeah, you're not tied yeah, to a yeah, group. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes, uh, it's funny because like I am, I am self-coached. But the reason why I kind of had like a little like hesitation <laughs> with that was because like it doesn't feel like that because you know I've been so fortunate in my career to be a part of like I started like you know in college with Andy Powell, who's done an absolute unbelievable job with the UW team, right? Yeah. And you see them smile um, the other day. Of course, I see that. <laughs> of course. Hey guys, yeah. I mean, listen, man. Like that was, yeah, that was insane. Um, I was, I was super stoked for those guys. Um, yeah, you're a 353 guy and you're not even on the four by mile relay. That's just yeah, pretty crazy. So I was, I was, I was really pumped for those guys, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I had Andy Powell at the beginning of my career, obviously Alberto, um, for X amount of years and then had, uh, Jerry as my coach for the last four years. And, you know, I, I really don't know how many individuals out there. And then I've had, you know, mentors like my dad over yeah. the years who've like advised me, um, you know, two time Olympian and former American record holder. And like, you know, just been a part of, um, you know, a lot of conversations with a lot of other great athletes and coaches. And so for me, it's like, I have this like experience and, um, um, you know, I don't want to call it like a blueprint, but like I have the playbook of like all these like different types of workouts and what worked for me and what didn't work for me. So, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm self-coached because like, I'm just following like what I would do, like in any other successful year or any other buildup. And then on top of that, like I was with, you know, Pete Julian's group for a couple of weeks down in, in uh, Phoenix, um, training with them, hopping in for some workouts. And then obviously, you know, ready. And day one, MTC? Day, day yeah. one. I'm on, I'm a, yeah. Save the best so, uh, I'm, I'm an MTC athlete for the next five weeks. And so, <laughs> Like it doesn't feel like self coach because it's just like I'm just enjoying training and getting into shape and that's all it is. You got like I'm guidance as well. Yeah, yeah, listen, like I'm doing a long run, I'm doing workouts, I'm yeah, doing yeah. threshold, I'm doing speed, I'm doing. It's like you know what? What? It's not rocket science, you know. And and whether I'm doing it with you guys or whether I'm doing it with like Amos and Charlie Hunter down in and um, David Ribich down in Phoenix or I'm like back at home and like doing it with uh you know whoever is is in town. Like it's, it's no different for me. It just keeps it fresh. It's exciting. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just like really like grateful that, you know, Nick and, and you guys just like open up your, your gates, um, to, to the grass track yeah. and, and allow me to, to, to hop what, on. What do you think of the grass track? Dude, I'm obsessed. I yeah. mean, like, it, like obviously I just did one workout there, but like four seconds a lap, right? That's what we're like. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> minimum. I heard you saying that. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah, I've, been yeah. Saying, I've been saying it for years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's long. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, obviously you try to stay away from the mono tracks for training, like in the U S yeah. because it's so hard. Yeah. And so being able to like train on like a soft, like about as soft as it can get, it, it's like, man, like I have no problem doing 10 miles of workout there and not feeling like I'm going to go like hurt myself. Yeah. You know? So, um, and then on top of that too, it's, it's great because like, you know, it, it puts a leash on you. Like we couldn't go crush a quarter out there in 52, but we can go run 60 and it's probably worth like a 55. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, it like it keeps the reins on you early on in the year. Yeah. It's um, a lot easier on your body as well. It is like, cause you're not stressing to run yeah. a 52. You're just yeah. doing what it is. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but like, you know, when you think of a grass track, like if you think of a grass field in the U S it's like, there's no way you could run fast on there, but yeah. like, it's so like nicely manicured yeah. that like, it's like, yeah, you could roll on there. Yeah. I've seen Stewie roll some very quick reps. I already yeah. saw him day one. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was cruising. He's yesterday. a man. It's he's like, a beast. dude. I know. He I just know. glides, you know, like he just, oh dude. So he like slips forward. That's what he looks he like. Does. Yeah. Right. He does. Like he's like sliding forward. Oh, 
And yeah. let me tell you, man, there, there's a few guys I've trained with where like when you're like leading them out, you feel like you, you're like you're running too slow for them. Like, <laughs> he's one of them. Like I'm just like, fuck it. I'm on the outside of lane one. Like go ahead anytime, man. Like, I'm just, <laughs> well, like, that's, what, that's what happened yesterday. Like one of our um, 800s was supposed to be in 203 and Drew Thomas was leading us out. He was only doing 500 and went through 227. Way too quick. Rolling. And he said Stewie was clipping him. So that's yeah. why he, so yeah. he's picking it up, picking yeah. it up. Stewie's picking whispering up. his ear too quick. Yeah. 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 Pushes him out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Galen was, uh, I remember Galen was like that, um, like training with, he, he would say like when he gets tired, he'd clip you. And he would always apologize or just be like, hey, like, because you would take it like, oh shit, he's like, he yeah. wants faster. Yeah. And so like, you know, when he's getting tired and, and you're feeling someone clipping you, obviously you're thinking like, I need to pick it up. Yeah. And so like, you know, Stewie's kind of like that where he's yeah. just like constantly on you, whether he's tired or he's feeling good. Yeah, it doesn't matter the pace. It doesn't matter the pace. Like, it's just, yeah. He's locking in and he's gone for yeah. it. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed part one of the Centro interview. Come back next week for part two. Um, Centro is racing the Mori Plant Memorial on the 23rd of February. Um, so come along and if you want to come, you can buy tickets and use the code FTK10 to get a little discount. There's going to be a bunch of cool athletes. Fred Curley from America, Emma Coburn from America and as well as Aussies, you know, Stewie McSwain, Ollie Hoare, Jess Hull, Georgia Griffith and Abby Caldwell to name a few. I'm, uh, I got asked if, if I wanted to run the 3K and I was like, no, thank you. You said no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Mate, I'm, That's good. I just, no, I just would hate to run a 3K right now, but I, I just want to go and watch as well. Yeah. I enjoy when there's like big meets like this and like big stars coming out. Like I would, I hate when you go to, well, you're, you're interested, but you have to race as well. Yeah. I just want to go there, eat some chips, yeah. have a beer, be fun. watch the race. Yeah. So we're getting a house media passes or what? Yeah. I know. Did you put the application in? Um, no, but well, uh, Lockie Morehouse, can you please? Sort <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it'll be it'll be really good. So yeah, use our code if you um if you want to go planning on. to come along. Yeah. Um, another cool thing that we have started, one of the deliverable big things coming. Mm. We have decided to create a new segment. Um, at the end of guest interviews, where we create like a rapid fire question and answer um, thing, which is pretty cool. Yes. Very fun. It's fun. High paced. It was really good to start it off with Centro. Uh, cause yeah, I think he was a perfect person for to kick, for, for to kick it. it off. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just we're, we're going to have 10 of the same questions. There's some funny ones. There's some serious ones. It's just we sort of thought what are the, what are the questions that will get an interesting response yeah. from the listener. Um, sorry, from the guest. So, yeah, we'll have that out on the blue line. So you have to subscribe to the blue line. Um, it's just, yeah, not going to be on any of the normal Spotify and Apple stuff. So to do that, if you haven't already, head to thebluelineinesubsack.com. So, yeah, subscribe to that and you'll be able to listen to these rapid-fire questionnaire. People should be subscribing anyway. There's a lot of good stuff coming out in the blue line. So it's just a, this is added, another little thing added to it. So. Yeah. And the plan is to have more of this sort of yeah. stuff. We, we will try to do this with every single guest. Yeah. Um, a few little controversial questions in there that people might yeah. put them on the spot. But which that's which the funny thing. Fun. And, and yeah. I think the, the best thing is knowing that there's the same 10 questions every every week, yeah. you will then, like you listen to Centro's for the first time and you're like, oh, that's sort of funny. Oh, I wonder what Stewie's going to be answering yeah, to that, yeah. right? So yeah, it's cool. And uh, now... Favorite part? I've missed this. I've seen so many good things on Instagram. I know. I've seen so many, and I've forgotten them all. I know. I know. <laughs> so things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. 
Tim Vincent. Tim Vincent. Again, like we've been told, you know, that joke's, you know, it's getting a bit old. No, it's fucking not. Nah. And two, it is so much funnier that Tim Vincent has never addressed it. <laughs> that's what he's never messaged me going, all right, that's pretty funny, guys. He just refuses to. I've eat. seen him as well yeah. since and just doesn't mention just it. Just doesn't mean yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't listen. I don't know. He might have no idea about it. No, nah, mm. surely. Well, that's weird. Surely, yeah, because on the, on the subscribe. Oh, I can't even fuck. <laughs> on the listeners, his name's all. I was going to say. <laughs> Do you want to um, Yeah, so mine. Is from World Athletics posted this today. So obviously we've got World Cross Country coming up, and they posted like a. It was a video from the last World Cross Country, and then they've put an Australian voice over it. Uh, Matt Lynch is doing the voice, and he's pretending to be the most outback Australian guy ever, and it's just cringy. It's not. It's for so us. gross. Like yeah. we we, we, we struggled to get through it. Like we had to like put down a few notes, and oh, we were I like, oh, oh, oh. but he's like saying things like crikey and blimey, yeah, and cool, like, blimey. Oh, and just like Kookaburra playing, like just really talking about all these things. It's just, we aren't like that. Yeah. Australians aren't like that at it's all. It's typical. So it's people at World Athletics, you know, they've scrunched yeah. up and spitballed and thrown the marketing team and they're like, all right, we've got it. Yeah. You know? Just a little uh, side note, Thorpey survived because he was going to be his little one. Like yeah. He was trying to do a bit of an Australian accent, like yeah. go over the top too. And then, uh, yeah, Matt Lynch came over the top and, and kicked him <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. This is how you do an Australian accent, yeah. mate. I'll show you. <laughs> Get the bloody hell out of here. Call blimey, You know what? It's um, it's typical you and I and I think that you know a lot of our friends would hate that. But there's a lot of people that are going to watch that and go, oh, that was really good. And that's the problem with it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I suppose it's one of those marketing things where we aren't the target audience. No. If it's going to be something that, you know, me and you are going to love, it's probably <laughs> not many people like it. It's not going to be like, suitable <laughs> for the World Athletics thing. Um, my one is we, we've featured something like this a couple of times. This is one of your go-tos. You love this. I just love it because it's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's just so stupid. I actually had something else, um, but it was actually of you, but you survived. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bloke. In the gym, doing a, he's skipping with a gym bench strapped to his chest. So I, I can't even, you know, when you got to, you're doing the gym exercise and it's like the, the bench is in a sort of weird location. I'm like, ah, oh, better move that. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's an exercise. <laughs> it in is my, so hard to right? move. Yeah. It's so hard to yeah. move. I'm looking at my program going one by, I'll add in one by move bench because <laughs> yeah. that's like, and I've got DOMS in my arms. <laughs> He's got it fucking strapped to his chest like that and then he's got some sort of metal, I don't know what it was, I forget. We can't check because our phones are there recording. Yeah. And he's skipping with that. And it says, I'm pretty sure in the caption it said something like, you know, viral, right? Because they do it to go viral. But fuck, he's going to do some damage. I know. Like he's jumping up and his spine's all like <laughs> twisting and turn, messed up. But, but hey, yeah. it's funny. But we're going to make turn these into little videos. You'll yeah. be able to... So now it's like a little show and tell, which would be cool. We'll, we'll um, cool. It'd be on Instagram, on TikTok. Yeah, we're getting on TikTok. We're on TikTok. Yeah. We, we've made it. And uh, on YouTube. Yeah. So we're going to do all. What about oh, on Vine? Oh, no. Vine. I know. I was just that. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those days. I miss those days. But um, just recapping Sydney Marathon, if you want to be coached by us, 200 words or less, send us a message and uh, get your entries in. Those 200 words or less is yeah why you should be chosen, and you can contact us uh, through the bottom of the e- bottom of our website, so our email there. Otherwise, Instagram messages is fine. And if you want to go to Murray Plan Memorial Meet, um, FDK10 to get there. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for, to be back. 
Feels good. See you next week.